Welcome back, guys, to the Best F in Life podcast. I'm your host, Brad Garland. Today, we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about finances in the Best F in Life framework, business finances, and how to have the business that you've always desired. So I know when I start talking about finances or profit and loss statements or whatever, some people's eyes glaze over. However, it's super important. If you want to be able to operate a business and operate it well and not be a slave to the business, you need to pay attention. Now preface, I was never good at finances. I was particularly bad when we first started the business 17 years ago. I've learned over the years the wrong ways. I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars and we've been profitable sometimes barely and not profitable a lot. So when I came across, the, across this book, it really changed the way that I think about business and thinking about operating a business effectively and really growing it the right way and creating certain constraints in your business with your money to be able to ultimately have the business that you always wanted. So background, again, I've been in business for 17 years. I originally partnered our consulting business with my father. He was with me for a number of years before he went off and retired. And he was always responsible for the finances, and so I was able to kind of float, float along and frankly be ignorant to what was going on. After that, once I got ownership of that and really had to wrap my arms around the finances, uh, everything changed. I realized what we needed to change in the business. We weren't profitable at the time. We were losing money, and we weren't managing it well. We weren't managing our cash well either. Um, I even ran into issues of, so how much of this money do you put back in the business? How much do you take out as an owner because of the risk that you have taken by operating this business? How much is too much? How much is too little? How do you save for a rainy day? All those questions I didn't have the answer to. And again, this book was one of two books, I'll talk about the other one in another video, that really changed the game for how I think and operate a business. So people ask me all the time, what are your favorite books on certain topics, business, finance, leadership, whatever. Uh, this is certainly at the top of my finance list. The book is Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. He's a great guy. He's got a podcast. He's got a YouTube channel. I'll link up all of his stuff down below. I'm super thankful to Mike uh, for creating this book. He also did another book called The Pumpkin Plan. Uh, I think his latest one is called Fix This Next. He does a series of different books. So, you know, ultimately what Profit First is, Profit First, I just like to call, is a cash management system. And it basically helps you allocate where the funds need to go in your business. So the first key thing that you need to know about his book and how you need to start thinking about your business is in traditional business, the math, and I want to keep it real high level, you got sales minus expenses equal profits. That's what everyone's known since the beginning of business. Sales or revenue minus expenses equal your profits. He would say that that's wrong. What he would say is sales minus profits equal expenses. Hmm. Now that's interesting. Why would he say that? Because if you don't have a profit for your business, then you're not going to be able to grow that business next month, next quarter, next year. So if you're not designating profits to put aside to be able to reinvest back in the business, to pay the owners, to be able to build a rainy day fund, then you're ultimately continuing to be a slave to your business, 
because very easily you're gonna use all the cash up, even if unintentionally do it. So first focus, sales minus profits equal expenses. Now, second thing, we've gotta figure out a process or what he's come up with is that having all your money coming into one account and going out of another account only creates the possibility of confusion. It also doesn't manage it particularly well to know what that speed of inflow and speed of outflow is going to be. And so he likes to use a multi-account setup to be able to actually go through and allocate into these different accounts, just a bunch of checking accounts. It could be checking and savings, but let's just call them checking accounts where these various different funds need to go. So where it starts is at the top is simply an income account. So you probably have a business checking account today. If you have a business, all the funds today are going into one place. So when we converted over to a profit first accounting system, the first thing was to take our business checking account that was taking all of our income and taking all of our expenses and just turn that into the income account because we wanted to keep the deposits going in there and uh, keep that easy. Then we had to create four, yes, four other accounts, okay? First is the what? Guess, it's a profit account. Uh, then you wanna create an owner's pay account, you wanna create a tax account, and you wanna create an OPEX or an operating expense account. Those are the four basically expense buckets or savings buckets, however you wanna look at it, uh, where when the income comes in, then twice a month, you're gonna allocate funds into those different accounts based off of the percentages. And I'll get into how do you figure out your percentages. So first off, in regards to the accounts, realize not all banks like to operate this way. Uh, one wanna keep it really easy. You need to find a bank if your one doesn't allow you to have multiple different accounts and is not gonna charge you a bunch of fees for all these different accounts. There are banks out there that will allow you to create as many accounts as you want. I'm not gonna name my bank, but we have the ability to create up to 99 accounts if we so choose, free of charge. They could set it up that way. And you need to find a bank that'll be able to do that. If you have to switch, I know that's a little bit of a pain, but again, with where this will take your business, it's certainly necessary to do. Side point, there is a network that Mike Michalowicz through the Profit First Network has created of CPAs that actually know this system and can help you implement it. That's what I did. I went out to his website. I was able to get introduced with a CPA that's in my state and her team has been able to implement that for me over a period of time. And, and we've been on the system for a while now, but at first I didn't necessarily know the way to get started. Well, that was the way to get started. Now, the next thing to do is the instant assessment. I'm gonna post up here a screenshot of what an instant assessment looks like, but there are people out there that could help you with this. Maybe it's one of those CPAs. They could actually guide you through what your number should be and based off of your revenues will give you where you should ultimately be on what they call your TAP. Now that stands for target allocation percentages. And I can tell you right now, when I started, OPEX is the big one, the big one that I had to change. I basically had to go from, when I did my instant assessment originally, 90% of my expenses were OPEX expenses, 90%. I had to move it based off of where I should be with my group to 65%. Now, yikes, 90% to 65%, 25% reduction of my OPEXs sounds daunting. However, again, 
The CPA that I've worked with, she's been great and she's been able to incrementally move me that way over a number of different quarters. I think we did it over six or eight quarters, a couple percentage points at a time. We'd add into the profit account, we'd take away from the OPEX account. So the feel on the business and also as you're growing, the revenue will help support the constraining would get us there. So doing the instant assessment is the next major tip after setting up the accounts to really know where should you stand and where and what your ultimately your goal is going to be. Lastly, I would say, you know, whether it's the Profit First community, which exists, they've got Facebook groups and things like that you could look for, whether it's finding a CPA that can hold you accountable, find somebody, it could be a CEO group that you're part of. Find a group or, or a person that can hold you accountable quarter over quarter, making the adjustments from where you're at currently to what your target is. Uh, to continue to answer and ask questions about how do I get from 90% OPEX to 65% OPEX. Over that period of time now, I've been able to make that move for one. I now have 25% that got allocated to other buckets. So it went to owner's pay, it went to the profit account, it went to taxes, because good news, bad news about profit is now that you're actually making more profit, you're gonna pay more taxes. That's both a good and a bad problem to have, but overall, it's a good problem to have versus having no money in the bank. So finding someone to hold you accountable is, is certainly important. Um, often, a lot of entrepreneurs don't know how to do this by themselves, and that's okay. There's people out there. Heck, reach out to me. I'd be happy to give you some ideas if you have. Uh, just come to my website and just shoot me a contact. I'd love to be able to, to help you out there with some resources as well. Lastly, I just wanna also talk a little bit to the brand new business owners. Um, my wife started a business two years ago. Uh, this was something that since I had already implemented, immediately we started her out with, here's what the allocation should be. There should be no movements from having to get from 90 to 65. We were able to start her at where her revenue should be, which is basically zero at the time, and say, every dollar that you get in, this is how we're gonna divide it up. 10% here, 12% there, 60% for expenses. You could only spend 60% now and stay within that. And because of that, starting from scratch makes it so, so much easier, especially when you don't have a bunch of different employees and other bills to pay. Uh, so I would encourage you that if you're brand new or considering your side hustle or thinking about starting a brand new business, maybe you're only a year in, you're still so new and you don't probably have enough infrastructure in place that you could implement this straight away, make some real strides, and then lock it in to be able to, to really grow the business from there. But it's been an awesome book for me. It's something that I continue to reference, continue to share with other folks, and um, it's really grown our cash account to the next level. I mean, we're sitting on uh, upwards of six months of expenses, uh, of savings, that we could use for a rainy day. And again, we're sitting in 2020, this has been a year that we've had to really consider stuff like that. So just been thankful for that system. Thankful to Mike Michalowicz. So if you ever sees this, probably won't. Thank you so much. I'd love to be able to shake your hand at some point or at least fist bump in a post-COVID world um, because it really changed my life and my family's life and I'm thankful for that. So um, yeah, this book, again, it just changed the way that I think about business finances and operating your cash and it's something I'd really recommend for all of you guys. So I'm gonna leave it there this time, guys. I've got other books I'd love to share. If there's anything that you'd love to hear more about, whether it is from finances, business, personal development, self-care, I'm gonna to continue to play around in this effing framework that I call it. 
of different ways that you can build the best effing life you can. So you guys have a great rest of the week and we will see you next time.